Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, the podcast all about being authentically single in your 30s, hosted by Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown. Welcome to episode 29 of Free and Figuring It Out. And this is a special episode because it marks our six month anniversary. Um, We are so excited to have reached this landmark and celebrate. We thought, you know, some of you may have been listening from the beginning. That's awesome. But some of you might have found us at a later stage. So today we're just going to do a little bit of a like chit chat, recap of who we are and just share a little bit about our stories, why we made the podcast and just give you a chance to get to know us a little bit better. How's that sound, Barry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I love this. So excited. And I'm so proud of this, I should say. Um, and yeah, it's been a beautiful journey so far. So, um, so we kind of a summary of how we met. We met online uh, through a female entrepreneur group. Uh, we were both in London. We met in person once before I decided to leave London to move back to my hometown. Um, but we stayed in touch in terms of like business support to each other, didn't we? And then. Um, and then we would always talk about being single and the kind of the good and the bad and everything in between. And then one day we just said, shall we talk about this publicly? Well, that's <laughs> not a- quite what happened. <laughs> what actually happened was Verity did an IGTV that said why I'm giving up dating. It was highly dramatic and like made me nearly scream slash laugh in my office. Um, and then... <laughs> And then off the back mm. of that, because I, I was really quite concerned about why you begin up dating. Um, so yeah, off the back of that, then we decided we should do a podcast. And I think it's really important to say that we, I think, yes, there was definitely, I, I had been looking personally quite a lot, at, like the single female as like, um, as an audience and as a like section of society that I definitely felt was untouched. Um, I had definitely felt more isolated not only as I've been getting older but particularly since I joined like the female entrepreneur world it's very um the couples speak very loud there's a lot of pressure for like people to retire their husbands and there are a lot of people that have Instagram husbands like it's very prominent I think maybe a bit more than in the general mainstream of like having a partner even though that still is a big deal so I think it was really an opportunity to find a different forum like neither of us this is what we do day in day out but just an opportunity to like connect with people who were out there in the world by themselves and just give a bit of moral support and also just really say you're not alone <laughs> yeah and we found a lack of representation of single women didn't we in all areas and I think it it was really key for us to do something for ourselves in terms of being able to talk about these things but also having that then as a channel for other women to listen to if, if they want it. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of how it all began. And we just started and we thought, what should we talk about? And we just talked about the things that we've been talking about in WhatsApp messages and stuff at first, you know, things that came up, um, you know, kind of things like solo traveling and dating and, you know, all the different ways today and, past fails and apps and everything and then um I suppose it's kind of evolved hasn't it um yeah I know I threw a spanner in the work by um (laughs) actually not being single anymore and taking herself off the free market (laughs) yeah sorry so it and and also just to recap the the title 
we specifically didn't use singular in the first place just because I don't know it, it was a, a label that didn't that has negative connotations around it and we wanted the podcast to not necessarily be optimistic but realistic and mm -hmm. so it was important that we chose something that empowered us to feel like that and so that's evolved quite nicely now that I'm not single after three and a half years sorry um, but Cheryl still is and it's but it's been quite a nice natural progression um, in terms of the subjects that we talk about and also our audience is a huge mix like we get messages from women from all around the world all different ages and all different relationship statuses and I think that's a really fulfilling thing for us that we can provide content for all those different women so yeah I think you know we just want to be a source of inspiration and like empowerment for women actually regardless of your situation but obviously we just have there was a special part of that heart for the people that I definitely felt were being just not considered or missed out in the like the mainstream but yeah as you said we've evolved um and also part of that has now been we have started to get some guests on so we've had our first guest a few episodes ago with Gemma and we are hoping to bring more guests to you in the future so definitely if there is something that you would like to just be discussed always drop us a message you can drop us an email or you can dm us on instagram at free and figuring it out and if it's something that we feel we can talk about by ourselves we'll talk about it and if it's something that we don't particularly feel we're the expert on then we absolutely are looking to get more guests on to help help ourselves as well as help you like you so definitely yeah. reach out yeah 100 percent. we really want to know what you guys want to hear and listen to so that's super important for us so for those who don't know us that well Sherelle do you want to give everyone a little 60 second uh, buzz on who you are <laughs> I feel like it's all the black. I know. What's your name and where do you come from? <laughs> so my name's Chanel, I'm 30, I'm single and I live in London. But I'm originally from Nottingham, so I grew up in Nottingham and I moved to London nearly 10 years ago. Which wow. Is scary. Um, I moved to London to do my Masters um, and then I've been here virtually ever since. Um, I work in marketing, currently for Ticketmaster um, and in outside of my day job I maybe like three and a half years ago after a breakup, I decided to make um, a female empowerment blog and book club called Propel Her. So I've been doing that for nearly three and a half years now. And that was all about supporting ambitious women to like fulfill their potential. So we meet once a month for the book club and we read great books to inspire us and discuss. And then I also have a blog for anyone who wants to like, just get some general inspiration. Um, and I think I've got some I've got some courses on there as well and just other stuff really just to help you grow so this the fact that we've got the podcast is quite like clearly women has always been my thing I'm passionate about supporting women this is more of a, a different side of it and then I also do some I have shirellgriffith.com and I blog about marketing because I'm a marketing geek and I love it and I love helping people that are by themselves in their business so I work specifically with solopreneurs because I definitely have a thing about solo people <laughs> It's all coming out now, all these realisations. No, no, I know. I know. I, I live by myself. I'm an only child. Um, I definitely have spent a lot of my time by myself. So I definitely have a, a sweet spot, whether you're by yourself because you're single, or whether you're by yourself because of you have no brothers and sisters, or whether you're by yourself just because of what you're doing in your life. You know, I moved away from my friends and family. I definitely have a soft spot for people that are trying to fulfil their, their dreams and their potentials and they feel like they're doing it by themselves. So, yeah, that's me. <laughs> 
No, that's really, and also for anyone out there who's listening, Sherelle's Instagram, I find oh, yeah. super inspirational because it's always got kind of really great business book kind of recommendations and motivational quotes. So if you are a woman in business um, or you want to be a woman with your own business or anything in between, like I really recommend following her. Yeah, Instagram. so it's at Sherelle Griffith, C-H-A-R-E-L-L-E-G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H, the longest name in the world. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I'll put a link in the, in the, not in the Instagram, in the bio or the description or wherever we are right in the, now. In the show notes. There you go. Said. In the show notes. Um, so, uh, okay, so I'm Verity. <laughs> I'm uh, 32, nearly 33. Um, a moon child, Cancerian, for all those spiritual ladies out there. Um, but with my moon in Scorpio, and that's probably more my dominating sign at the minute. Anyway, um, I grew up in Blackpool, went to uni and lived in Nottingham, ironically, uh, for eight years, but we didn't meet in that period of time uh, then lived in London before which is where we met then I moved back to my hometown and now I'm living in India for a little bit so my background is marketing I have over decades experience in marketing however a few years ago I listened to my soul and I started to fulfill my passion and purpose in life by creating the sea salt plan which stands for stop existing start actually living today and ultimately I'm a mindset coach so I work with millennial female bosses to accelerate to their future self and that's kind of what I do on the day today um so yeah that's kind of a summary I suppose like I'm bisexual and I've recently fallen for a woman so as I mentioned before I'm off the market um, but that was after three and a half years. Um, and, you know, I always say that it's important to make yourself whole before you find your other holes. So um, I'm kind of living proof of that, I suppose. So if there are any single women listening, um, it, it's going to happen in its own beautiful timing. So uh, just let it be and let it come. So, yeah, I think that's us in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. So what we thought we would do is we've uh we actually ask our guests questions um at the end of each interview to get to know them a little bit better and to tap into their amazing knowledge and expertise so we can share it with you all and so we thought it'd be a little bit of fun to answer them ourselves so um, kind of like Verity thought it'd be a little bit of fun. I did not. Yeah, I did. I just saw your face <laughs> when shut there when I said that. It's because I think I'm not like an interviewing, interviewing. I don't know about even what the phrase is, <laughs> person. And now I realise how hard it is for all these people that we ask these questions to. But hey. But what about when Oprah rings up? And yeah, says, okay. It's practice for Oprah. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Huge cell face, huge cell. <laughs> okay, so. I'm going to ask you the question and then you answer it and then I'll answer it and we'll have a chat. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be like, you know, very cash. Very cash. You're not like in the hot seat. Okay. So first question, what is the definition of free to you? <laughs> so this is definitely the hardest of all the questions. I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with the word free I think maybe freedom more than free actually mm. I think free I think is just about um but not being 
not being tied down, not being caged in, not being attached to anything. Like, I suppose just being able to do what you want when you want. Like just yeah. truly having, being able to follow your will when you want, I suppose, something like yeah. that. But I think I have a bit of an issue with freedom and why I think it's really difficult as a topic. So actually this week I was talking about like the term financial freedom, which I really don't like. And I'm reading a Brendan Bashar book that talks all about personal freedom. And I think I just don't generally believe any of us are really free. I, I think we live, we all live, I'm guessing everyone lives in a country that's owned by someone else or run by someone else. Um, and therefore there are laws we all have to abide by. And yes, I know like in the female entrepreneur, for example, there's a whole thing about freedom. So like, you don't have your own boss, but I think even if you don't have your own boss, like, sorry, even if you are your own boss, you don't have someone else, really, you're still at the mercy of your clients or the mercy of tech or the, you know, there's still, I always just think it's not true freedom. And I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like I don't have this actual desire to be like wandering around naked on my own desert island. Like, I don't need it um but I think obviously there is a difference about about not feeling like oppressed and all that like there's a very like negative side the opposite of free so I think the ideal of free is great I just don't know how much I believe it's actually a realistic thing to achieve okay that's interesting um and in typical free and figuring out style I'm gonna go completely opposite um so when I thought about this, to me, freedom is choice. Okay. So it's having the right and the ability to choose. And I think this, I was just trying to think of a really succinct way of describing it. So like time freedom and financial freedom both allow you to have choice in different ways. Um, mm -hmm. And then I think because I'm living in like a, a developing country now and things like that, like freedom has taken a slightly different definition for me and you know freedom to walk at 10 o'clock at night as a woman and not be worried about being attacked or raped is like something that you know I've kind of lost being in India and you know freedom to wear the clothes that I want is yeah. you know it, it's not I mean it's not like a India is a funny one because it is quite liberal in so many ways, but then it's not, and um, it's more respectful. Um, and yeah, so I think free free to me is having choice, and I think the the recent like abortion discussions in America and stuff has been another thing that's really brought that to me that um, women are only free when they're given a choice and they've had mm -hmm. that choice taken away, and so they're having their freedom taken away. Um, but I do, I completely get what you're saying. I think on a bigger pitch scale, free is an idealistic view and pretty much impossible to have um, unless we were revolted and there were no, there was no rules or rulers or anything. But I do think you can try your best to create your own freedom mm -hmm. in your own life. Um, and there will be lots of things that try and stop you from doing that. But I do think you can kind of fight for it every day to, to have your own freedom and choice. So, yeah, I think that's my summary. 
No, okay. I think the idea about choice, then that that just makes sense to me. The idea of like freedom is you having the choice to choose. Um, I can understand how that as a concept works. I think maybe as well, like you said, when you go somewhere else, you can really see how much freedom you have. Like we are, I just think probably also, I'm not as obsessed about freedom because I live in a country where I do feel quite free. Mm-hmm. And like, as a black woman, if I look back over history, I'm probably much more free than any of my ancestors. So I think yeah. maybe that's why I don't have the same like drive and addiction to just like, I feel like I'm in a good place. Like I'm born at the right time. Well, I'm born at the best time it possibly could have, I could have been born in, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. And I think that's really important you phrase that because um, it, it is an interesting aspect of me. You know, there's so many different levels of freedom in so many different ways. So um, yeah, okay. I think we've we've covered that one. Ta-da! Next, well done. Next question. Um, your favorite thing to do on your own? So my favorite thing is to read. <laughs> so I'm not great by myself. Um, I definitely am an extrovert, not an introvert. So I definitely get my like energy and just like inspired. And I just love being around people. If it's up to me, I just go out all the time. But if I'm by myself reading is like my favorite thing to do preferably sunny so I can be outside like I like to just go to a park or like I've got a little rooftop that I can sit on um and then I don't mind like I can spend hours and hours I'm very happy on a Saturday but like if I'm going out in the evening I could easily just get up at 10 put my bikini on sit outside for like six seven hours reading a book and I'm totally happy (laughs) that does sound quite idyllic yeah, and that and that's why it's great, and you know that's why I managed to like be able to run a book club and write a book blog because it is my favourite thing to do by myself. So works out nicely. Yeah, you are very very good at reading books. I'm nowhere near as quick as you. You're very on it with reading yeah. books. It, it does. Yeah, that's why people should follow your Instagram because you do get through a lot. <laughs> um, so mine is my rituals. So whether that's like my meditation, my affirmations, oracle card readings, um, manifestation, whatever it is. Um, that's like a really sacred time for me. And I can't really do that with anyone else. I wouldn't want to. So yeah. that's like really important that I'm on my own for that. And it's really, really special um, to me. And yeah, definitely my favorite thing because it's kind of like I'm tapping back into me and just kind of grounding myself again before because I'm an introvert um so I'm not the best around people I need I need a break so um that gives me that space and time so yeah that's uh that's mine would you do like visualizations or some other some other stuff you mentioned with someone else though like, because I've always obviously done all them by myself as well, because I've never been in a relationship where I've ever thought about it. But now I just didn't thought, oh, I wonder if I would do like couples. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> sorry, please, to my head. Um, well, I used to run women's circles and mm. I did gag visualizations, but I facilitated, so I didn't okay. take part. Having said that, I have taken part in like, cacao ceremonies and sound healing ceremonies where I've been with other women and there is a beauty of having energy but I think that's more of a less frequent thing okay. to do um <laughs> I know you're gonna cringe when I say this I probably shouldn't say this what the hell I'm me um 
but one thing when you said about doing it with someone else like, is there's like a whole thing about um like manifesting with orgasms mm-hmm. so that's something that obviously well you don't need someone else for but it's kind of like a nice energy to have someone else so um yeah but that's something that someone else would <laughs> anyway moving on so best piece of advice for the millennial woman i don't know (laughs) what do you mean you don't know i don't know i feel like one i like millennial women's a term too broad because i'm like what technically ages i'm meant to be talking to someone that possibly could be 20 so it's around 24 to 38-ish. Yeah. Everywhere's a bit different, but that's roughly what it is. So we're like smack bang in the middle. Yeah, we're in the middle. I don't know. Sorry. Should I say mine? You say yours. So mine is only you know the answer. Ooh. So I am a great believer in talking about things and asking for advice and listening and taking on what people say but what I've learned is it's only you that really knows the answer um and I've learned that by making some decisions in life that a lot of people have been like what are you doing that's ridiculous or that's risky or that's too fluffy or whatever and I've known deep down that it's the right thing for me and as much as I respect and love those people, only I actually know what is the right thing for me and what I want to achieve, like deep down in my soul. So that was that's the piece of advice I would give. Like, you know, ask other people and listen, but just remember that it's only you that actually knows your true path. So yeah. just, you know, be careful with how you make decisions if you do involve other people. Um, and kind of dig dig deeper into you i would say it's mm, good i think i'd say define your own version of success as early as possible mm-hmm. i think the world is changing so fast and part of that means it's easy to get like caught up and brought along i feel like social media means like comparison itis has gone like absolutely crazy i feel like things people want like what success looked like for our parents is totally different to what it looks like now. And I think it's easy to start chasing things you don't really want. And I think particularly when I think of like the second half of millennials, like women in their thirties, one of the biggest things I'm always talking to people is like, they get to what they think they wanted and then they feel like absolutely empty. And I'm like, it's because you haven't actually spent the time getting super clear on what you want. And like, I'm all about like, get clear on your vision and like write down your goals. And I just think, knowing what you want in life so that you can like stay on track so that you're not seeing someone and you're like oh I'm just gonna follow this new shiny petal and like you said someone gives you some advice and now you think okay that's the thing I'm meant to do I think being really clear for yourself like how do I want to live my life like what do I want my life to look like I think that's really important I love that and I think just to add on to that if you know who you are yeah. It makes it easier to know what you want. And I think we're blessed as women over 30 that we can say that because it is something I think comes with age. And mm. there's, that, there's 
there's quite a few quotes and poetry and song lyrics and stuff about how kind of youth is wasted on the young because you cannot tell someone 10 years younger all this stuff and they'll they'll kind of absorb it like you have it now because you've had to go through 10 years of crap and learning and whatever to understand it and it's that kind of thing isn't it where you can read the same thing 10 15 times over the space of like 10 years and it won't drop or click until there's just a certain way and a certain delivery and a certain mindset you're in and it all just makes sense and I think um I just remember a waitress coming up to me in London and I was reading The Alchemist Um, and I'll be honest I actually struggle with that book quite a lot because I struggle with a book that doesn't have a main female protagonist but that's just my own (laughs) (laughs) mystery I know exactly so um like like fictional not not you know, I don't know why, I just can't relate and then I feel disconnected. It's, it's nothing like against men or anything. I'm just, like, there's, there's no rapport there for me. Um, but she said that she read it when she was like 22 and then she read it again when she was like 28 and she said it, it basically was a totally different book to me. Yeah. She said it meant totally different things and I, I thought that was a really beautiful thing um, on how we absorb things at different stages in life, you know. So, um, yeah you can't look back and think oh I wish I knew that back then or whatever because it 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 just doesn't work like that life doesn't work like that so and I always say people at the time you're always trying to do the best for yourself Mm. like you know like you said the whole like hindsight is a beautiful thing is yes we can always look back and be like oh I wish I'd done that I wish I'd done this but normally we all try and make the best choice in that situation but I just think just continually having a moment just to check back in with yourself like you said and just really know yourself and be strong enough to try and stick that to stick to what you want and it can be difficult it's definitely not easy but I think in the long term you'll be you'll be happier for it so since you mentioned the alchemist I'm going to ask you another question which is what resources are you always recommending so mine is actually a book um that I I just always always seem to recommend so I thought I may as well use this as as a resource but it's called Women Who Run With The Wolves and it's by Clarissa Pinkola Estes apologies if I've said that wrong um and I remember reading it quite freshly after breaking up uh with my long-term partner and it just like hitting my heart so hard um and I just basically think it's a book every woman should read um no matter what stage you are in life, no matter how old you are, relationship status. It's just a really beautiful book and it really helped me understand about being a woman a lot more. Um, It's just as simple as that. I just think every woman should read it. I just think it's really beautiful. I will have to add that to my list because I've not read it yet. I know you've mentioned it before, but I've still not read it. I'm sorry. Don't worry. Blame the publishers. They send me too many books nowadays. Um, um, no, 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, and obviously, mine would be a book as well. Um, so mine is The Miracle Morning. Mm. Which is, so for such a long time, I'd always been like, I need to get a morning routine. I'm such a night owl. If it's up to me, I would just sit on my laptop all night, tap, 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 working away. Um, but I knew that particularly with a day job, you, like, you should get a really good morning routine, use your morning wisely before you go to work. And I just could never, ever make anything click until I read The Miracle Morning. And um, uh, it's written by Hal Elrod. And it has 
six steps to it. And I don't follow all six of them now, but I did religiously for a while. And it's meant that I've managed to keep my own morning routine afterwards. And I always say to everyone, you don't end up having to stick exactly to that one. But I think if you follow his in the beginning, it will just give you the, like, the, um, the format to get mm. in the habit and then once you've got the habit then you can start to change it up so I've actually got um like I've done a video series where I've broken it all down so you can listen to like the steps in like 12 minutes so we can put a link to that in the show notes oh amazing yeah I read that book a few years ago and I did what you did I, I followed it for a while and then I started making my own routine and now I have a routine but it's very loose but it's centered around that and it did yeah. it changed my thinking as well so yeah I do think that's a really powerful book. Um, okay, and final question for us both. Um, what are you still trying to figure out? So this one is always a fun one. So figuring out is probably, I should say, like the best bit of the title for me. Like I love the fact it's about <laughs> figuring it out. I am. I, I think life is, I think adulting is really hard. Like and yeah. it's quite, it recently I've spent quite a lot of time like thinking about like my zone genius and what I'm really good at and what things I'm not and I think there's lots of like general adulting things I'm just not that good at um <laughs> so one of the things I'm trying to figure out at the moment which is a big focus for me is pensions <laughs> because I'm just I just uh as I said I've started a new job so now I've got four pension parts now which is ridiculous and this is definitely this is an issue for millennials because people older never had this issue because you had one job for 30 years 40 years mm. you had one company pension done whereas now if you move jobs which much more people do it's an issue so sorting out my pensions is a big thing on my list at the moment and there was one other thing I was thinking of oh and I'm still trying to figure out really like being really happy single like you did a much better job like you definitely were like oh I feel really whole I feel really good and I've always been fairly independent because I think because I was an only child I lived with just my mum like when I went to uni I, I think from uni I just like, I had my car and I just got on and did whatever I wanted to do but I don't think I've ever still really managed to be like like lose the ideal of wanting to be in a relationship and being really happy just being by myself and I hadn't been dating for a while and then recently I started dating again and I just realized how much I'm like I just want to fall in love that I'm like I actually haven't done I'm not I haven't figured out really loving myself enough as a single person. So yeah, we'll carry on with that. <laughs> yeah, I think you need to um, kind of release it, don't you? That's what I did. It's such a cliche. But... I'm just a princess. I just like, even though I'm not that much of a Disney princess, I just really like, there's just so many things that I just make me want to fall in love. And it's really, and you know, I'm just, um, I don't know. But I'm working through it, but yeah, I just wanted to say that since, you know, you clearly figured it out before you got with someone. I'm like, they're not, we're not all like Verity. So if you're listening and you're like, I don't know how she managed it, don't worry, not everyone manages it. <laughs> we'll do an episode on it. I'll talk about it. Um, so mine is trying to live like a purer, holistic life whilst being an entrepreneur. Okay. Because I feel like the two conflict each other. So what I mean by that is, you know I want to be in nature more I want to like stop looking at screens I want to yeah. all of that but then my job my work everything I do is on computers on phones on Instagram on Facebook and it's I know that there's been quite a few books been written about the subject but I do find it really hard like to get that balance of 
like producing content and you know engaging with followers but also being present which is my mantra and living my life yeah um and the best way I suppose I approach it is I just go with what's right I try not to force anything um but it is a constant thing there at the back of my mind thinking you know have I got the balance right and I'm just still trying to figure that really no I definitely think that's a the I think there's probably a lot of people, especially anyone who's any sort of content creator, entrepreneur, anything like that, that will struggle with it because it is a really hard balance. The demands of, you know, I just before we got on the podcast, I was like, oh my God, I need to post because I've lost my halo on Instagram. Uh, you can't take 24 hours off. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you've got to post a story. You can't lose your, What's your halo on. No, like your circle on your, on your Instagram. I call it halo. When you do a story. Yeah. So, like, so you don't want to ever lose it. You never want it to it's not lit up oh. I put my halo so it's like you can't ever lose it like you that means every 24 hours you've got to make sure you're on it so I do think yeah. there's lots of people who struggle with it um so we definitely probably should do something else about that because there is a definitely a pull and a demand and you know the world of digital means it's forcing it makes us feel like we always have to be on it otherwise we're going to miss out or in our cases we feel like we're not we're not like serving to the degree we yeah. need to but we do need to like fulfill ourselves and get some time out and I actually haven't been it's funny I haven't been on a, I only really switch off when I go on holiday and I haven't had a week holiday since I've like really been making content like fully fully so I'm like oh my gosh what am I going to do when I actually properly go on one I'm a bit like scared <laughs> oh my gosh well yeah I mean the world won't end but I think this is it where there's so as it, when you work within social media there's so many kind of fears of you'll mess the algorithm up and you'll like you've just said so um but I definitely think that it's a topic to talk on a bit more about the kind of digital you know digital sharing versus being present and how do we get that balance because we want both um and so yeah definitely that we can talk about but that's all our questions um i think we've given some quite good insights there into our little yeah. minds um, but if, if there's anything else anyone wants to know like mm-hmm. you can always we can always do another one in the future or we can always just uh respond to anyone personally so if there's anything else we have missed that you would like to know about us do holla holla <laughs> yes send us a dm or email and we will get all your questions answered Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.